Once again to the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. It's Friday, December 8th. That means weekend is coming up. It's a weekend of playoff games for all you fantasy football owners. So let's get right to it. We had the first game last night, guys, and we had an injury, and we had plenty of injuries, and we had plenty of flags. A typical NFL game in 2017, right, Tom? Sure. I. I, I I stopped watching. I mean, here's the thing. This was this was all about. This was Alvin Kamara's night to show the entire world that he was the greatest player in NFL history, <laughs> and it, it was a lot like the first time you had sex, right? You're all fired up, thinking about it all week long. It's all you can think about. It feels fantastic when it happens, and then you re- and then it's over after like three minutes, and you realize it really wasn't everything you thought it was going to be. You sound like a Republican politician, to be truthful. No, I sound like somebody who turned the game off after Alvin Kamara got hurt. All right. Uh, that was a buzzkill, no doubt about it, because in that series, he looked great. Three receptions, but as soon as he got hit and started wobbling, you could tell it was going to be a, an out. But Derek, I mean, you, as a fantasy owner, that's a big buzz kill. but you still got plenty of players going yet, and you have two more weeks, so you can't just give up at this point, right? Oh, hell no. I mean, he, he ended the game with 5.7 points. Not what you were expecting yeah. from Alvin Kamara, for sure. But uh, are we, our playoffs are three weeks in the NFFC. I mean, at yeah. some point, I'll guarantee that all the past winners have had a dud somewhere along the three weeks. No question about it. Whether you know whether it's a running back, a quarterback doesn't have a great game, kicker gets shut out, gets zero points. I mean, you can make those points up if your kicker goes off this week, right? So a little bit tougher in, in home leagues where it's a one week. But in our playoffs, uh, you know, he's still got two more weeks. What if he comes back with reckless abandon? I'll tell you what, we saw that. Uh, he is very important to that Saints offense. They are yep. nowhere near the same type of offense, uh, dangerous-wise, yep. without him in there. I mean, the, Matthew Ryan had an awful game. Three t- three picks, intercepts. Saints sh- should have put up 35-plus in that game, in that scenario, and they and they scored, you know, 20. So not even 20, right? So uh, but he it just showed how important that guy is. But, again, you're not done. You know, make other lineup decisions. If you have to make a maybe make a higher ceiling play at some point along the way, go ahead and do it. But for sure, don't pack it in because we got three weeks to go here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Kamara only had 5.7. Ingram only had 13.2. I mean, at that point, you thought Ingram was going to go off, but he just couldn't uh, carry the load there as well. Tom, some guy by the name of Tommy Lee Jones or Tommy Lee Lewis or something, he ended up with 11 points. So you certainly could have added that to Kamara. No doubt that's not the same team without Kamara, but uh, listen, you got to keep on going. Breeze, only 23.7, not a bad game. Ryan, only 11. Tom, this is a couple weeks in a row now yeah. we've seen bad with Ryan, and we have him on our FSTA team. I mean, is he going to bust out next week, or is this just a sign of this is who he is? This is the second game this year with three interceptions. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know who they play next week. I haven't looked ahead to week 15, but uh, Tampa, I was telling I you before we went on the Who do they play? I think they play Tampa. They play Tampa, oh, yeah. New Orleans, and Carolina. Yeah, see, there you go. He gets himself a cake matchup, and you don't fucking trust him. 
Ah, Christ. So you yeah, see, I, was, I was afraid of that. I was absolutely afraid of that because it's a, it's a great matchup. The Buccaneers don't have a defense. He hasn't played well all season. He hasn't played well particularly the last two games. Oh, God. Yeah, I was afraid of that. What do you mean? The Bucks shut down Brett Hundley. That's a pretty good defense <laughs> if you shut down Brett Hundley. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ryan at 11. Again, Breeze 23.7. Michael Thomas went off. He was the one guy who went off. He had 27.7 in the NFFC. Mohamed Sanu, Tom, you love him. He had 20.3. Yeah, yeah I'm had, a big, I love Sanu. I'm a big fan. Yeah, he had eight targets, six catches. Wish they'd give him more the ball. You know, more when you uh, it's sidetrack, but when you think about the Bengals' offense and the struggles they have, think about the fact that they used to have Mohamed Sanu and Marvin Jones with AJ Green. Yep. Think about what they would be doing on offense if they still had all three of those guys together. Assuming yeah. Andy uh, Andy Dalton gets his head out of his ass more than uh, three or four games a year. Well, that that's that's a lot of talent for yeah, any quarterback. Is. Absolutely. So they've really, they've massively downgraded it at wide receiver. Yeah, Julio Jones only 14.8 last night, man, that first quarter. I thought he was making Lattimore look silly. I thought he was headed towards another big, big game, but it just didn't happen. Uh, Again, not a great game for fantasy owners. Let's move on to the rest of the week here, and uh, hopefully things do improve here. Let's talk about some guys, Derek, that seem like they're not going to be able to play. It almost looks like Amari Cooper. Unlikely. Adrian Peterson, unlikely. Joe Mixon, unlikely. We got Tyrod Taylor, a game time decision. Stafford's a game time decision. A lot of tough decisions for fantasy owners. A lot of guys out again. The big name there that's, uh, uh, you know, to me, obviously Amari Cooper, but Matt Stafford, because that affects uh, Golden Tate and, Mar- and Marvin Jones big time, I think. Um, obviously, you're going to be counting on those guys this week up against, as Tom mentioned, a horrible defense in Tampa Bay. At least you're hoping to use those guys. So to me, the, the big one there is is Matthew Stafford. Uh, I, you know, he people may be planning on starting him. Uh, if they were streaming quarterbacks all year, he can't ask for a better matchup. So hopefully Stafford's able to go. Uh, the other guys, Adrian Peterson, uh, hopefully you weren't going to use him. Anyways, um, so here well, we'll we'll see. Yeah, the Tyrod Taylor effects. I don't know that it really affects anybody in Buffalo. It's gonna it maybe yeah. help Shady out. So we'll see. Uh, I, I'll get. I'm gonna guess they're both gonna be out there come Sunday. Hey Tom, the, the big news you really yesterday was John Dorsey was hired as the Cleveland general manager, and honestly, they have a shitload of draft picks this next year. Dorsey's like the perfect guy to take over that team right now. I mean, Sashi Brown got fired, but he was building it up for draft picks next year. They haven't won a game yet this year, at least not until Sunday when they play the Packers, who have no pass defenders. They have no pass rush, and they have no cornerbacks. So other than that, Cleveland uh, has a tough outing there. But, uh, Tom, talk about Dorsey. I know you're familiar with him in Green Bay. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Everybody was shocked when the Chiefs let him go in the offseason, so it wasn't going to be long for him to find a new job. I think it's a good hire for the Browns. they got to get a quarterback. I mean, they've got talent on offense here. You look at Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, David Njoku, Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson, they've got talent. They've got a good offensive line. They run block pretty well, uh, even without Joe Thomas. They don't have a quarterback, and they passed on three of them in the last two drafts. So they've really failed. That's the greatest failing they've made is they've stockpiled all these draft picks and let all these potential superstar quarterbacks go to other teams. You just can't do that. So if Dorsey can come in there get himself a quarterback, this team's going to get turned around, I think, pretty quickly. Hey, Tom, we talked about on our Wednesday SiriusXM show about Robbie Anderson. Would you play him against Denver, against uh, Tlaib? 
now he's got a hamstring injury yesterday yeah. he suffered in practice. So that's really a tough one. I mean, it's tough to say right now if you should play him or not, but a hamstring injury and then going up against that defense. It doesn't sound very serious, actually, now this morning from what they're making it sound like. Okay. It's more just a tweak, and it was precautionary just to, to let him sit down on Thursday. They expect him to practice today, so I think I think he's still got to put okay. him out there. Well, watch him there Check, because yep, that is a tough Checking one. on it, yep. You know, healthy or not, that's a tough matchup for him. I mean, both Tom and I said, I think we'll play him, but I don't like the hamstring injury now. So, all right, keep an eye on that. Hey, guys, let's talk about the Thursday night thing. You saw Breeze last night come out and say the, the cause of so many injuries last night was the Thursday night game. Now, obviously, the Camara injury was a hit to the side of the helmet. It could happen at any time. It could happen on a Monday night game or a Sunday game. But, Tom, you and I are talking in the office here. I think this sets it up for when they do the next agreement in 2021 that we're getting two bye weeks and that whoever plays on Thursday has not played on the Sunday, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, the NFL is not giving up the Thursday night game. It's too much revenue. They're not going to do it. And they want this 18-week schedule badly. So I think that's the route we're headed down toward. We lose a game in the preseason, which nobody will get upset about. I don't think an 18-week schedule is smart, even with two bye weeks. You can't talk about protecting the players and then add length to the season. I mean, it's it's hypocritical. So, But, of course, that's who Roger Goodell is. So I fully expect this to happen. I agree with you. I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, the Camara thing, yeah, that could happen any any week. A guy can get hit in the head. But I do wonder, and I know there, the studies don't support this. I know all the studies say there aren't more injuries on Thursday night. But I do wonder if having less time to prepare and bounce back makes you more susceptible in any way physically. You're not at peak physical condition. You don't have six days or seven days or whatever to prepare. You have two, three days. It just seems to me you're putting your body in less than peak condition to go out and perform in this violent game. I just got to believe there's a correlation. I'm not a medical person. I don't know anything about it, but I just got to believe from a common sense perspective. There's got to be a correlation. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, I bring this up because I think it's going to happen. I, I think there's no doubt they want to reduce the preseason. For NFFC guys, that would mean that the start of the season could be Labor Day weekend. I know the NFL doesn't want to start on that weekend, but they certainly can't push the season out much further. So that would be starting on Labor Day weekend, and maybe we have the dr- a week before in Las Vegas. But, uh, Derek, what do you think? Do you think the Thursday games will stick around, or you think the owners will appease to the players, which I highly doubt will happen? I hope they appease to the players, but at this point, I mean, we're talking, you know, three years before they actually even talk about that, so a lot can happen between now and then. Um, you know, if they do if they do get rid of a preseason game, they don't necessarily have to start Labor Day weekend because they do have the two weeks in between the, the championships and the Super Bowl, which they didn't always used to have that. I remember when there used to only be a week yeah. in there. So there's the things they can do, uh, moving stuff around. Maybe, you know, if they have two bye weeks, again, it, it just... Getting rid of a preseason game takes care of it, and so I, they got options. I, I honestly have no clue what they're going to do three years from now. I hope they get rid of the Thursday night, and like you said, do the, a Saturday night game would be perfect, right? It's two yeah. more It's two more days. Uh, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. As Tom was saying, he's not a medical doctor, I'm not a medical doctor. But common sense, obviously, these guys just aren't ready to play on Thursday. There's no way. Yeah. You know? two, either two games on Monday night or a Saturday yeah. night yep. game. Or both. That would be great. I think you could do yeah. both. Have a Saturday night game and have two Monday night games. Perfect. I'm all for that. All right, let's do a few pro- bold predictions. Tom, we gave ours on Wednesday. We're sticking with them. Go ahead. You lead off real quickly. 
Yeah, I think Derek Carr is going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this week. The matchup is fantastic. He tore the Chiefs to shreds. His best game of the season earlier in the year, 4-17-4. Amari Cooper not going to play, but he's still got Crabtree coming back. The Chiefs have no pass defense. Marcus Peters suspended. He's their best secondary guy. They're in a world of hurt. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think Derek Carr is top 10. Yeah, I'm taking a sleeper here for GPP, and that's going to be Aaron Jones of the Packers. I really think this is a matchup where they're going to need a speed back, not the plower that Jamal Williams is. I see Aaron Jones getting, you know, 40 yards rushing. I see him getting some swing passes, four for 40, and if he gets in the end zone, it's a 20-point game. So keep an eye on Aaron Jones. He only had the one carry last week. It was a beauty, though. The game winner from 20 yards out where he bounced it out and took it to the house. So let's see if Aaron Jones can do it again. Again, I'm serious about this. I'm not sure the Packers can beat Cleveland this week. They have no pass rush and they have no cornerbacks right now. Now they're talking that Perry's not going to play. So And House is unlikely to pay, play. So this could get ugly for the Packers. If it happens that they do lose, you're not going to see Rodgers much in weeks 15 and 16. Okay. All right, Derek, what do you got? Uh, I agree with you. I'm gonna, my, one of my uh, predictions is Cleveland is going to beat the Packers. Josh Gordon's going to have 100 yards to score TD. Um, I, uh, Russell Wilson, not going to be slowed down by Jacksonville. Going to have a vintage Russell Wilson game. Seattle goes in there, beats Jacksonville. Russell gets three TDs combined somehow, whether it's on the ground or through the air. Jimmy Grant keeps up his streak. He'll score. Uh, I also think, here's my favorite one, Eli comes back to a standing ovation, three TD passes, two to Evan Ingram. <laughs> like it. I tell you what, if Ingram gets two, he'll be the number one tight end because you're not getting much scoring out of tight ends this year, and Ingram has been really good. It'll be fun to see where he goes in drafts next year because this guy's a top five tight end the way he's playing right now. He looks great. Uh, it doesn't usually happen with a rookie tight end, so he's been definitely a revelation. All right, pick a game that you guys want to are really looking forward to this week, and I'm going to start out with the Eagles-Rams. I really like that one because the Rams just keep proving to me that they're legit, that they are the best team in the West. And the Eagles, after coming off a stinker at Seattle, they've got something to prove too. So I like that afternoon game. Really looking forward to the Eagles-Rams. Really looking forward to Goff and Wentz. So I like that one. Tom, what do you like? Yeah, well, you just took my game. I'm going to leave the one. I I know which one Derek's going to take, so I'm not taking it. Uh, I will go with the Chiefs and and Raiders. I think this is going to be the the fantasy game of the week. Uh, The first game between them on the Thursday night was probably the best Thursday night game of the season. It was sensational. Went down to the absolute last play. Derek Carr with the touchdown to Crabtree. I think it's going to be a shootout. These two teams do not have a defense between them. And I, I like everybody in this game, pretty pretty much everybody, except Kareem Hunt. I don't like Kareem Hunt. All right, Derek, give us one. Well, you guys you guys are setting me up to talk about the Vikings in Carolina, but I think I've, we've done that. I think the Vikings need to play the same type of game they played against uh, you know, Atlanta last week and, and just get to Cam. We've done that the last couple times we've played. We've we've come out of there with with some W's. So get your pass rush, beat up on Cam. Ball, you know, ball control. Don't turn the ball over. Make some plays, and we come out of there with a W. But the, the one I like actually for fantasy purposes is Washington at, at the Chargers uh, Sunday afternoon game. I think this has the makings to be a big time shootout. I know the Chargers D ha- defense has been really good lately, and and uh, but I, I got a feeling this is one of the games where Cousins gets it all together. Uh, you know, finds Crowder all over the field, and I, I think this is just an up up and back, back and forth. There could be seven, eight touchdowns in this game. So I, I'm considering this one to be my, my favorite fantasy game of the week. All right, I like it. I also like the Seahawks-Jags. I want to see Russell put up some big numbers against that defense. If he does, he could be 
Well, he's going to be right up there in the MVP. Let's just say that. Wentz is up there, but Russell could be right up there for the MVP talk if he can do that. All right. All right. Have a good weekend, everyone. I want to bring up one other thing, and that's uh, things are really progressing on the NFBC site. I mean, baseball drafts continue to go. We just started another one this week, uh, this morning. And, Tom, we also got our ADPs out there. So we've got five finished drafts on all your team pages. If you have a 2018 NFF, NFBC team right now, you're going to find the ADPs. And, and you can sort them pretty easily, right, Tom? Yeah, our tech guys did a fantastic job of making improvements on the ADP list. You can sort by tie, uh, by league size, by position, all kinds of great filters there to use, and, and they will be updated every single day now going forward until opening day. So it's a great resource. You absolutely need it if you're, you're prepping, and uh, yeah, you just all you got to do to get access is sign up for any contest. It doesn't have to be a draft. You can sign up for a future league. One in March, you'll get access. You can sign up for a main event in March. You'll get access. So definitely a great prep tool, the best prep tool in the industry for fantasy baseball, without a doubt. Yeah, we put the top 100 on the NFBC message board, so go to the message boards if you want to see the top 100. Get in a $50 draft champions. Get in a 150 or like Tom said, sign up for something in March. You get access to the ADPs. And one other thing I can say is I guarantee you that we will have – NFFC online auctions on our site yes. next year. That's a guarantee. We're going to have them in baseball, but I don't want to say when we're going to have them in baseball, but we definitely will have them for football, so you're going to like that. And we've got the spreadsheet for the prizes, which means we're going to be able to get your prize money in your player accounts for NFFC regular season winners next week. So look for that. We've told uh, you how to to claim your prizes, to withdraw your funds. It's all on the message boards. It'll be in the email, too, but we're ready, baby. We're ready to give you cash. We know cash is king, right? And as you know, it's all about the money, money, money here. So win some money this weekend. Have a great playoff game this week. Keep it going through week 16, and we're going to give you some big, big money when all is said and done. So have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. Go Lakes.